Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Raising Our Gifted Children right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest all the way from Ireland is Marie Delanota. I had her on here about five years ago where we did a wonderful show, actually six years ago now, of the healing of a one-pound baby. Her baby was born at one pound, not given a chance to live, and she said, no, this child is going to live. She held it to her breast, and she she just kept vibrating love and energy into this child and she beat the odds. She's now about to turn nine and probably very, very rambunctious. And, <laughs> and in the midst of all that raising her and other things, she, um, Marie now has got these wonderful books on acorns, um, acorns to great oaks, meditations for children. And uh, the meditations on, on, on child self-confidence and emotional management. What appropriate time to have this right now. Um, meditation is something we all need to have. And if we can teach our children when they're young how to do this, it means that they always have a skill that when things get too much, and they do with children, they become roller coaster emotions, they know how to handle them and they know a space to go to where they can find their equilibrium. So we're going to be talking today about these books. We'll also refer back to, you know, the uh, the other book of the One Pound Baby. And, and uh, you know, she's a Reiki um, UC Grandmaster, honoring the spirit lineage of UC Hayashi, Takata, and Fromoto. And in 2006, she uh, received a private lessons from a site in a psychic surgery and aura chakra reading um, by the Grandmaster Shaman An. Lisa, I'm probably pronouncing Greg. all of these names wrong, <laughs> to deepen her knowledge. And Marie also followed a course of crystals and chakra therapy. Um, and ever since she has channeled messages and new ways of healing her clients. And Marie has been given distance one-on-one chakra and oral readings and healing sessions since 2017. And just as well, assisting we've been in a pandemic and unable to see people face to face. So <laughs> welcome to the show. Welcome back. It's been so long, but it's good to see you. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful to be back on your show. Um, I do refer to your show a lot because, you know, here you had a baby that was told was not going to survive, was virtually dead in your arms, one pound. You know, the chances of her surviving was very, very slim, but you didn't give up. You just poured all that loving, beautiful, universal energy into that child and she beat the odds, which you wouldn't have beaten without that love and without that energy. As I said, you know, almost nine rambunctious little girl now. And just to prove how much that beautiful energy can really be not only our healing source, but our guiding source as well. Absolutely. It's, you know, I always say we, 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 we don't decide um, the outcome of things, um, like who's going to live, who's going to die, you know, but I do strongly believe um, in the cooperation between mm. medical and spiritual healing. Um, so I, I really, 
where do I start? It's such it's such a long story. Um, I think the reason why she was born was because my energy had become so clogged up mm. and so low, and it was all in my emotional, my sacral chakra, which is my in my belly. Um, because of the past things I went through as, as a child, all emotional um, trauma, which I never dealt with. Yes. Um, and that can then be linked to, to my meditations book as well, why it's so right. important to teach children to deal with emotions. So, and it just kept being added and added to my energy system because we're all energy uh, until one day it was too much and I had streptococcus A in infection which comes from emotional stress, very high emotional stress. And of course, the result of that was I was pregnant. So my baby um, w w was in, was very, very ill. Uh, she could not live, you know, I couldn't continue with the pregnancy. Um, so when she was born, she had streptococcus A, streptococcus B, you know, her eyes were still fused shut. Her brain hadn't unfolded yet. Um, but at, the, at that moment when she came out I and I laid in that bed and it was heaving with people around me mm. but I had this moment which I, I wish I could have bottled it and shared mm. it with the world because mm. to me it was it was such incredible deep peace of that other world the world mm. we're a part of yes but we forget in this dual you know in this earthly plane of of limitations who we really are mm -hmm. And it was at that moment that I decided, because I had my background of healing, and but it was nearly like a testing. Okay, you believe all this, but you need an extra push here. Um, and I was like, I need to do everything I can for out as, as man. So I started using psychic surgery, which again is linked to the, um, very much visualizations yes. to, to help her heal. And here she is today, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> Proof is in the pudding. But you, yeah. you, hit, you hit on a point. Um, I have a, a, a new book series coming out called um, you know, The Forgotten Children series, and, and each person would be contributing a chapter, and I anticipate in it being three volumes of which I would love you to be a part of. And, you know, the, the scars of our youth, you know, the, the emotional battle, and the amount of people who grow up to be quite honestly dysfunctional adults yeah. because of the injury of you know of the child within them and as uh, one psychiatrist i was interviewing the other day was talking about we don't grieve the loss of our childhood or the loss you know the the things that happen to us we don't allow ourselves to go through the process and heal that child and grieve for you know for for the things that happened to us and and heal that inner child and so consequently we're always seeking that kind of love like a child seeks for love that should be given love unconditionally and it's it's so sad to see and some of the stories i've heard of what people have gone through as a child it's horrific horrific and no child ever should have to go through that well yes they kind of battle through but that that pain and that emotion is still trapped inside of them and it has to manifest out somehow yep. so it either comes in disease or it comes in addiction or it comes in in anger 
you know, somewhere along the line, that emotion needs to be spent. And if we don't know how to release it and spend it wisely and heal it, we're going to forever carry it, aren't we? Until it manifests into something bigger. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's, it's um, they say a baby's born with the clean slate, mm-hmm. but I already believe that that's not true. Right. Because we're all energy. And yes. when we're born, we already, ca- as we are born, we carry the energy of our mother, our mother's beliefs. Yes. Um, so what she stands for in our spine mm-hmm. um, as we are born. Um, we carry all the energy from father, mother, grandparents. And also because we live in this uh, state of we're like sponges up to the age of five, mm-hmm. the energy from the people um, that, that bring us up, we take that on as our own. Yes. That's why often as we grow up and we feel like, but why do I always feel so sad? And, you know, it doesn't make sense. You know, I have everything I want. Mm-hmm. But if you then, it really comes with becoming aware of, of how you feel and who you are and how you act and react. That maybe it was, by example, your mother who, who really struggled and she was just surviving um, or a father who, you know, if you feel the anger, a father who wasn't there or who was angry or had issues with alcohol, these things continue because alcohol is also an emotional. Yes. Um, it settles in the emotional um, energy. Same with um, it, it's, it's sex addiction as well in the emotion mm-hmm. sex. So it's like you said, it comes out a different way than when the pot is full, when the jug is full with, with it's too much. And then it comes out, like say in addiction, um, in, in all kinds of ways, depending in which energy point it has settled. Um, like everything communicative is in, of course, the throat chakra. Uh, you can have problems with the shoulders, with the neck, with speaking. Um, you know, the heart is heart attacks, mm-hmm. again, upper back. Um, you know, so depending on which emotional, psychological, physical um, thing that's happened, it settles in our energy system. But it is already, de- we actually are, who we are right now is everything we've been through since yes, the birth yes. of our soul. Um, and, you know, if, if we want something to change in the future, we need to change something now. So, and it's it kind of, always, I always explain it like it's, it's when you throw a stone in water and you have the ripples going out. And that's healing as well, because if I heal, if you heal on yourself, it goes out in all directions of time, everyone involved. So when you heal a bit, no matter how small you heal for your mother, your father, your sisters, your grandparents, uh, you know, so it goes through all in all directions of time. So whatever you do, it's of huge benefit for everyone who's come before you and who's coming after you. Yes, or around you. Um, yes. This is, you know, we say we, you've got to be selfish because until you, you know, look after self, heal self, energize self, Whatever you're giving is what other people are receiving. And you don't want to give them your dysfunction, your emotional <laughs> distress, your, your pain and your anguish. Yeah. You see, we really have to become our own healers. And that means very often we have to shut down and watch around us, be willing to go really deep down inside ourselves and forgive, heal, love, nurture, but face, face those things. Yeah. 
All right. And I know it's difficult. I've been in that journey. I've still got some little chatter at the back of my mind, you know, mm -hmm. old habits that come up all the time. And you have to face them and go, you don't belong. Mm -hmm. You don't belong to who I am now. But if you're not willing to do the work and go through that process, you're constantly going to be carrying all this extra weight that doesn't even belong to you in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still often myself, you know, n n I think even the people who has done who have done so much work on themselves, it doesn't mean or me saying how things work. That doesn't yeah. mean I haven't got any yes. more work to do. Exactly. I have loads to do <laughs> yes. still. And I'm very aware of that. And there are days, even though I know how it works, there are days where I'm in the sofa thinking, yes. how can I get through this? You know, um, it's we're all humans. Mm -hmm. uh, and, mm -hmm. and even if we think we have the answers or even if we understand parts of it, it there's always so much more to learn but you know I think you have to be proud of yourself and just tap yourself on the back and continue and like you say continue to look within mm -hmm. uh, you know I always say like with children as well um, I'm very aware with the children that I say to them you are feeling a certain way you feel anger you feel um sadness you feel uh jealousy you you are not anger you are You're not right. Be because i think this um dysfunctional families families who go through you know i've had my fair trauma in childhood you know going back to many different things i think we all have in a certain way um but there's children who go through such horrendous things and they are angry. Yes. And when no one ever says you're feeling angry, now what can we do mm. with it? They're right. angry and they're like, I am angry, I'm angry, I'm angry. So they're growing up thinking they are angry people. Right. They're not angry people, they are actually hurt little birds. Mm. Mm -hmm. They're very sad because mm -hmm. of something that has happened. So and I think the more we can teach our children because not everyone from home out has parents or carers who fully understand this yes. or you know it's something that's come out in the last few years as well that we right. more and more realize we need to do this with our children it's um it's a life skill mm -hmm. is that we teach our children okay you are feeling angry now let, let's it's okay it's okay to feel angry i know i had a long time growing up and i was always angry even my mum told me not long ago you were always angry, you felt angry. But I now know that there was a very, a lot of deep sadness um, yes. under there for certain situations. Um, and I think it's important we we look at that with the children. You know, you've, you're feeling like this. Now, why is that? Let's acknowledge it. And then what can we do to make you feel better? So That's we empower our yeah. children. Yeah. There was a brilliant movie, Inside Out, a few years ago. Yes. Right. And, and you know, I remember when it came out and I was... You know, I seemed to go in themes and I was interviewing a lot of psychologists and psychiatrists. And, you know, in my pre-interview, I said, watch the movie. And after, well, thank you. <laughs> we can do this, you know. And, you know, basically, I'm, I'm always saying to people, it, oh, every single one of our emotions is, is speaking to us about a reaction we're having. All right. So look at why are you angry? Why are you sad? Why are you scared? Address it, but don't yeah. become emotional about it. And you know what happens is we become emotional about it and get stuck in that emotion, right? Instead of going through the emotion, I'm angry. What made me angry? 
okay, do, don't put yourself in that situation again. Or if something comes up and somebody says something, this is what you do. You know, um, don't face anger with anger. Yeah. Face it with compassion um, and accountability. It's very difficult. It's very, very difficult. difficult. So, you know, there's always that accountability, accountability. Be accountable for your words but with compassion. Yes, that is a skill you need to learn. And we should teach our kids, definitely, because they lash out and uh, and then they feel bad for lashing out right so it's um, how to handle that in a compassionate way which as adults we find difficult but children could find it easier because they are those sponges and if we yeah. give them those skills right from the word go i think it's important but all of you know our emotions aren't bad anger's not even bad but mm -hmm. it's what how you speak to that anger because we see so much anger becoming violent with words or with actions and there we have to have a little accountability gauge i'm angry yes that person's just upset me made me angry but who am i what am i going to do with it how am i going to react to it because whatever i do reflects back on me mm -hmm. not the other person on me yeah so teaching kids how to be compassionate or how to deal with their anger but also own it lock stock and barrel right you know it's okay to be angry but what are you going to you know how is your reaction going to be that is on you and yeah. that's something if we teach them those skills very early in life i don't think we're going to have so much either guilt or that anger escalating as they grow older yeah it's say that's the word came out there the guilt you know yes. it's and that's another one that blocks your emotional chakra yes. in your belly yes and there is so much linked to that guilt is and and i'm terrible with it that's a big one i need to work on you know when there's something happening um the the, the mum guilt comes yes. out so heavily and it's terrible but you know then again you learn how to deal with it you face it okay i'm feeling this um, take responsibility it's I think this is um one I really had to work heavily with my son with because of course it's still one thing when they're very little but it's another thing when they're growing up and they go more into the world like my son my old son teenager and he was heavily bullied mm. um, it was also physically push pull off the stairs mm. seeing the most horrendous things which absolutely it's a horrible thing bullying oh, but disgusting. how it, it really is how do i teach him then because it's easily said you know it's it's what they're saying has everything to do with them nothing with you. yes exactly don't push but you're back. taking the bullets <laughs> yeah. he was yeah. but it, yeah. i think in the long term it was an enormous life lesson yeah you know and then first you think oh my god this is not going in you know it, it's and then one day I heard him on the phone with his friend. Everything I said to yes. him, he was saying to her. So I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> it's gone in. But is, it, this is, again, like with, with teaching children to uh, listen to their emotions, to take action, take responsibility, do something about it for, to, so it changes for the better. Um, it takes time. I yes. think too often people think, Oh, we're going to meditate. So you sit down, close your eyes. It doesn't work. No. <laughs> Children don't do that. No. Because it's not, it's not in their nature and they no. don't have to. No. And um, I think that's why the meditations in my book as well is very much about visualizing, mm. you know, have them giggle, have them walk around mid-exercise. Mid it's about creating a habit. Yeah. 
that drip-wise, you know, if you keep feeding a bucket, you know, a, a drop of water in a bucket, you might think there's nothing in there. After a certain amount of time, your bucket will be full. Exactly. So, and that's the same for the positive thing of meditation. Um, yeah. You know, you just keep feeding it to them. Being the example for them too, you know, you know, um, I, you know, I was in a marriage that was no good for the family, no good for me, uh, no good for anybody. And, and it was actually my kids that came, okay, it's time for a divorce. And, and I said, no, no, I'm, you know, what's, why, why are we all suffering? Right. Nobody's happy here. And it's like, Mm -hmm. and I felt guilty, you know, because I I thought if I just bear the brunt of this and, you know, until the kids are older and have left home, then it's only me suffering. But I didn't realize everybody else was suffering because mum was suffering. And we're brought up to be that sacrificial lamb, you know, that you're a mother now. You need to suck up there. You don't count anymore, which is a whole lot of cod's wallop. It is, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Because if we, where are the example, they're going to, um, you know, as you said, before you're even born, you're already absorbing everything that your mother emotionally went through. So if your mother or father is going through emotional stuff now, the kids, they're just absorbing all of that. And, uh, you know, it's, it was me having to say, um, it's okay. I can do this, we can do this, um, and place value upon myself. And, you know, then it, then they started seeing a different mother. They're seeing a different mm-hmm. woman altogether. And yeah. 20 years on, I'm nowhere near the person I used to be. But it was, still was a process that I had to go through. And so the kids are going to learn from our example. So if we want them to learn anything, we must be what we speak. We yeah. must do what we speak. Don't just speak yeah. it. Never say, because I said so. <laughs> because, <laughs> no, back it up. <laughs> because I do. <laughs> I do yeah, it too. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Or do as you're told. I'm, yes. I'm really like, no, 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 that we're not saying that because, you know, they're beings of their own, yeah. you know. But I, I, I think I often, because, again, we're only humans and we're learning ourselves. And if I find myself that I'm stressed and I just can't deal with whatever it is I'm in at the moment, I do tell my children, look, I'm really sorry. I'm struggling right now. Yes. Um, You know, and I think it's, yeah, it's, it's powerful for them to know that mum hasn't got all the answers. Mum, it's okay to struggle because I think that's where then the depression and all comes from as well. Mm. Pile it up, pile it up, push it deeper, keep going. Um, you know, you can't, and then you can't deal with things anymore. It's important that we admit it. Okay, it's too much. So the children see that from us. It's okay that sometimes it's too much, and I need a break, and I need a moment. Um, and but it also invites them to step up. Yeah. It invites them to to don't worry, mum. You know, I, I'll take yeah. over. I'll take over this, and it invites them to step up because you're not here to be their slave. Yeah. Right. I, I actually, you're a, you're a family group. Everybody should be looking after each other. Yeah. I actually had that the other day, and it was my youngest one, my eight-year-old, and um, and suddenly she came to me with with um, some some rolls, and she said, "Mummy, is this what you want me to put in the oven? I'll do that for you." And I thought, "Oh, bless you!" Yes. <laughs> just because I had a moment, it was like, "Oh, it's all a bit too much." So I said, "I'm just going to the other room. I need to breathe." Yeah. And um, and she came in knocking. Said, is this what you want, Mummy? I was like, "God, I don't want you to put this oven on. You know, she's too young for that." But you know, it's um, yeah, it's important that we we admit it. This is all. It's, yes. 
we find this is finally happening um and I, i'm i'm really convinced if we more and more start talking about the emotions and how we feel not you know that it doesn't consume us but how we feel and how what we can do to make us it, us feel better we could even you know lower the cases of depression oh, anxiety yes. it's yes. you know because we learn we teach the life skill of how to deal with those emotions right. yes. it's at the heart of 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 everything because we feel constantly all day all it's it's we feel it's who we are we sentient beings yes um one of the things i'm constantly saying is that if we treated our community like a village the village is only as strong as everybody's participation in it and that's the same with family everybody has a role now just because your mum and dad yes you're going to take on more responsibility obviously but if kids don't grow up with knowing that there is some responsibility, that these duties aren't a punishment, they're a part of a privilege of being part of the family, yeah. right? And mm -hmm. respecting the good days and the bad days, right? And, mm -hmm. and those times where it's just, oh, you're driving me crazy. <laughs> I need time oh, out from you. <laughs> oh, they do happen. I have three of them and yes, yes. And yeah. they still do even in their thirties. Um, and, you know, it's, that's why I think where the meditation can come in because it, you know everything's reached a screaming point. This is time out for everyone. Everybody needs to go mm -hmm. into their space. Now, for some people, yeah. it might be going out and playing in the garden, going for a walk in nature, mm -hmm. uh, getting on their bike, you know, and yeah. or drawing, all right, or even yeah. reading. But something that takes them to a quiet space centers them because you can feel the energy <gasps> getting up to that yeah. point where it's less <laughs> and before it reaches that point you know and then just explodes it's like recognizing okay okay time out it's now yeah. time for that meditation and i think it's knowing with your child which technique works the best for them right yeah totally yeah and that, that in in a way that is also a certain type of meditation. Yes. Um, I think we need to make sure that meditation hasn't got the wrong, um, you know, that because when you say the word meditation, people think you have to sit still, close yeah. your eyes. <laughs> I think that is the hardest thing there is. Yes. You know, it's all finding. Yes. It's about finding what works for you to come to yourself to feel, you know, to, to calm down, to feel the peace and, and the light and, and happiness and the sparkles within yourself. Yes. That's yeah. basically, that's what meditation, mindfulness, yeah. that's what it is. It's centering yourself down into a calm, yeah. calm breath. You know, it's the, it is the breathing. It is everything just equal, equilibrium, you know, balancing out. And what is it yeah. that does it? And, you know, for me, uh, you know, nature, but also music. You know, music is a great one. And when I used to see my kids getting wound up, I would put on Queen and We Are the Champions and we'd all be singing and dancing to it the top of our up. lungs. Yeah. yeah. Let them spend that emotion. Yeah. I can't mm -hmm. ask them to go and calm down at that moment. They're too wired. Yeah. So let's yeah. take it where they can spend that emotion. Now they mm -hmm. feel, ah, oh, okay, now let's have some quiet time. Yeah. I think that it's like um, in a previous school my children were in, they would then start the day, would just run, run around yeah. or, you know, just find, find these things, you know, where, where we can just 
calm ourselves down, come to ourselves. You know, I think it was because um, I'm just thinking about it now. I don't want to forget because that was a really beautiful moment. Um, I went into schools um, in England to teach mindfulness uh, from the book um, to some younger children. And it was one child and I'd seen him in the hallways before and he looked really angry, you know, in his eyes. Yeah. It was so angry. Yeah. And um, I had already done some of the things which which are naturally it becomes part of, of life. Um, I think these techniques as well. And people might think, oh, that's just silly, but it, everything's energy. It yes. works. It's it's what you get out there energetically. Yes. So I sprinkle, I call it then the fairy dust. I say that to my children as well. If I see things which aren't very nice, sprinkle some fairy dust, help those people. Mm. It's about the positive intention towards others. The compassion. So, yes, it <laughs> teaches compassion as well. And this boy, I really felt for him. And you could see he had this, um, a special needs teacher who was always with him who was clearly really struggling and then i heard he had big troubles at home might not even have lived with his parents anymore and i went in the class and they had said well i might take him out i said no no no, leave leave him in just don't worry it doesn't need to be quiet mm. i just want the kids to be part of this and we did the meditation um about where you can hear the bees and, and see the butterflies. So they had to close their eyes and imagine they were in this mm. magical garden and in on the CD, then the music could hear the bee and, you know, it's with all the sounds. So it stays creative for the children and hug a dog and feel the fur. And this boy, he was sitting very near me and he was just looking, he just kept staring at me. He was six, seven, so really young child. Everyone else had their eyes closed. They were fidgeting a bit, you know, but that's fine. The kids, you know, yes. and, and he kept staring at me really angry and, and, and fiddling with stuff on his desk and kept going and he kept going. And after a while he stopped fiddling and you could see he started slouching and he, he started relaxing by hearing the music and a few minutes before it was finished, he closed his eyes. Mm-hmm. And it, it still gives me goosebumps yeah. just thinking about it. It was such a beautiful moment, you know. It was so powerful, and I, I felt so pleased that we managed to do that. And um, and afterwards, it's it's like his he he came to me and he said, "Oh, can you come again? Shall we do this again?" And it it was so heartwarming because I could see that he was had to go he'd gone through a lot and, and life wasn't easy um so the magic of just doing positive visualization um because it's like it's like a tv screen isn't it when yes. when you look at when you watch a film mm-hmm. you feel oh scared or, or sad or you can feel you go with whatever is happening on the tv so your mind is a tv use mm-hmm. it use I'm, it I'm, to create yeah I make movies to create all the time. your life. Yes, <laughs> exactly. use it to create yeah. your life to affect your emotions. Your emotions don't know this is not a real TV and yeah. you make it up. No. So yeah, energetically, it's it. all the same, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. So use it positively. Create things that make you happy. Smell the flowers. You know, see in your mind what you desire and and feel how amazing it feels. So because the second you feel happier, you put more positive out there and you. You empower the children, the next generations, you know, because they take control. They know they can do it. Um, yeah. You know, the, the sad thing about that young boy, though, is that 
without taking it home with him you know whatever yes. situation is in he's going back into that atmosphere of anger right yeah. um and you know very often as you know as i said at uh, uh, the top of the hour about the injured child you know the is the injured parent and yeah. and um re-injures their child and you see this for sexual abuse you that you know what it's like how horrific mm -hmm. it is how can you do it to your own and well it, it's a pattern it's all yeah. they know and if we don't break that pattern if we don't give them a tool a skill to yeah. to step away from that and look at life in a different way and make have the ability to make different choices they're going yeah. to constantly snap back to the pattern they know mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah it's it's it we need one person who then breaks the pattern yes. like i said about the stone in the water yes ripples go through and everything changes yeah and i personally think if we teach our children if we empower our children with this life skill of dealing with those emotions it's we can i don't want to sound too over positive whatever but i really really never be too never be make, over positive <laughs> it could make a real difference to future generations uh, but, you know uh, reduction depression yes yeah uh, healing traumas absolutely yeah. because it it it's as you said it it stems in our in our upbringing it stems in our dna ancestral dna it's even in our past lives yeah you know all of this is there and you kind of think why am i so weighted down why am i so angry why am i so sad i shouldn't yeah. be well if you start un you know layering all the layers all your cellular layers and, and looking at, gosh, you know, that is a memory from a past lifetime away. Go, you don't belong here. <laughs> you know, delete. Uh, you start yeah. looking. You know, my mum was a, a brilliant actress, a drama actress. But when she wasn't on stage, the drama was at home. Right. Mm -hmm. So and uh, the word martyr definitely comes to mind. And so I learned to be that. You know, you, yeah. you can't ask for too much, you know, don't expect too much. Who do you think you are and all of that? And it's something that the mind goes, oh, I'm not going to be like that. But the pattern isn't always in the mind. It's in the cellular energy of your body. Yeah. And you but have I, to really look at it face on and really yeah. deal with it. Totally. I, I also think because it's the same a bit like when they say it's in your DNA, um, whether it was with illnesses or whatever. Yes. Well, you know what? The energy is on cellular yes. level, yes. in your DNA, energetically, because we are all energy. Yes. It is in you. Yes. But then you have, when you come to the awareness yourself and you start realizing yourself that you're in control, yes. then you can turn it on or off Yeah. by, you know, becoming aware, choosing different mindset thoughts, choosing different uh, emotions and that's how you can change things and a cha change things can change for the next generations even on dna and cellular yes, level absolutely. because you've done things dif differently because everything is energy so you pass on a different energy right and it's not too late if you've had the kids yes they've, they've got that dna but if they see you have changed and they've mm -hmm. seen you become more um empowered by your own beingness that yeah. will ricochet back down to them so whatever yeah. they've picked up from you from birth is it can melt away and see that the change can happen yeah. you know i'm often referring to ourselves as um as giving birth to ourselves again 
Yeah. And you know, when, when my daughter's just had a baby, so just had a little grandson and it's the nine, 10 months that you go through, right? She went through 48 hours of labor, very difficult labor, big boy. Wow. <laughs> was born a nine pounder. Oh, I'm crossing my legs just, yeah. <laughs> just <hearing Yeah>. this. <laughs> I'm quite surprised because she was literally all baby, you know, she was a huge baby and it was very, very difficult. But then once that baby's put in your arms, the chemistry comes in and yeah. you forget about everything, right? And I think if we could look at that for our own lives and look at um, owing it to our family, owing it to ourselves, to be willing to go through that process of a rebirth. And then, mm-hmm. yes, it's difficult, that kind of final push to embracing who you are unconditionally, unapologetically, lovingly and step into that light, there is your canvas, your clean canvas that you paint, only you have in charge of the paintbrush there. And you become an illumination and an an inspiration for others. That's when that ripple effect really goes out. So we owe it to ourselves to do that, but we owe it to our children and to our grandchildren because we become that example of, these were the challenges that we're facing, but they were willing to go through the process and look where they are today and so it shows them that whatever obstacle they've got to face in life there's always a way through it yeah absolutely yeah if if i look back but that's when the guilt goes back comes back in and which i don't need to work on (laughs) at who i was 15 years ago over 15 years ago when my first child was born I'm so different now, you know, I've yes. gone, whilst I had my children and then with my youngest one, who's, who's eight, I've gone through such a process already. I'm, I'm already someone totally different. Sometimes I do feel guilty when I look back at who I was when I had my first and my second, my boys, that I think, oh, I should have done differently. Why? I, yes. I didn't know how to deal with it. But you can't beat yourself up for no. it because... You know what? They were born at that point in my life as well, probably because they still had lessons to learn there because they had whatever it was. You know, what's done is done. Yes. All I can do now is, look, I'll keep going forward positively, working on myself so they can see it. I openly talk to them about it as well. Um, so, So they know you know, what I've been through, how I've gone through things, why I feel a certain way. I think it's very important that we, we, some people say, oh, talk, 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 always talking about it. I think it's really important that the boys, you know, girls, that they learn to talk about what's going on, what they're feeling, and then wrap it up and we move forwards. Right. And and that doesn't mean that, you know, the trigger isn't going to be down the road where something comes up again and okay, okay, no, it's all right. Um, Something's triggered that feeling. But I've already been through that. I've already yeah. triumphed through that. That doesn't mean I'm going back to it. It just mm-hmm. means something's triggered. Maybe that's a warning sign that don't yeah. go down that particular path. And it becomes a skill for them. Yeah. A skill. One of the things that we don't do enough, as far as I'm concerned, is talk about how we feel. Oh, nobody mm-hmm. wants to know. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody wants to hear it. When we say, how are you? We really don't want to know. Right? <laughs> fine you know my legs dropping off and you know i've got covid i've got this i've got that but no i'm fine you know and it's yeah and it's uh because you know we don't want to impose upon other people or other people don't yeah. really care and if we could just have even a, a a circle a community is something around us where we could be honest on how we feel it doesn't mean you get stuck there 
but it does mm -hmm. mean you're spending that emotion of yeah. how you feel in that moment without feeling guilty, without feeling you need to be superwoman or man, without mm -hmm. feeling that, um, oh, suck it up, because that's the British way, right? Suck it yes. up. <laughs> and it's like sometimes, no, I just, I haven't got the energy to suck it up. I would just love to have somebody here and put an arm around me and give me a hug. And if yeah. we don't give permission to our children to speak that, then they're going to bottle it up inside and not know what to do with it until it manifests into a volcano. Yeah. Or then you end up in the disease of the century, yeah. depression. Uh -huh. Um yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, if it were, you know, we've, we've got this pandemic right now, which is slowly kind of shifting, coming to an end, except for these variants, but it's slowly turning corners. And But the next pandemic now is going to be post-traumatic stress for all the people that were on the front line that lost their jobs, yeah. that, um, that it was just, you know, the isolation of this and that. We're, we're going to go through that. And maybe that is also a lesson for us to step into empathy mm -hmm. and you know having our children learn compassion and empathy mm -hmm. you know that boy or girl is bullying you you know don't take it on it's really got nothing to do with you it's it's all the pain they're going through yeah. that they're imposing upon you how about you show them some kindness because mm -hmm. they're not expecting that and they're yeah. probably not getting it anywhere else that's what I always say to the children, just send them love because yes. that's what they are yeah. craving yes. and that's why they can't show it to you. I think that's one one of the, that was a really big one for me, um, being highly sensitive as well. Mm. Um, when you communicate with others, you exchange energy. Yes. Um, normal communicating, uh, anger, yeah. love, yeah. whatever it is, even if you're not in the same room, you exchange energy and I think that's why I, I tell my teach my children as well in the morning to put bright circles around them it also mentally again teaches them to to be in control I'm in control yes. I put beautiful color around me I'm protected I'm good uh, you know and if it happens up here it's it's all in the mind you yes. know your whole life is in the mind or the exercise I had that when my son was bullied we really did that as well a lot is where you learn so with your eyes closed to see the other person in front of you mm. and to literally pretend you have a color they have a color and each color goes back to mm. where it should be and and then you you in your mind you you scream at them you say everything whatever it is you need to get off your chest you do it and then you wait and see if anything else comes back there's all in your mind's eye yes. you know whatever comes up fine if you don't see anything don't feel anything fine is you just you know, you do that and then you send love. Yeah. You say, you, you are me We're sending love. And then the person turns around and goes away. Um, and I think that, you know, we're all energy. They're beautiful exercises where you teach your children to deal with things, not in person, but just that's for himself. Because if you've been in this fight or people are horrible, he needs to solve things for himself. Yes. Um, you know, and then these, these are beautiful ways of how children learn again, empower themselves. What can I do with this? Because he can't change anything about the bully, what yeah. someone else does to you. He can't do anything about that. And then send loads of love. The most important thing is they empower themselves. What can I do? Yes. And you know what? This now feels better. And then right. And but the worst thing you can do is react. Because that's feeding the bully. 
It is, but as yeah. she said, it's very hard. Yes, react. Do it in your mind. mind. You can call yeah. them every name under the sun in your mind. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you go. I've released that. Here is the love. Now, yeah. the person receiving the loving vibration does not know what they're receiving because mm -hmm. they probably haven't got any love around them. And that's yeah. the reason why they're always in defense and always attacking other people. Those that are most vulnerable end up being the worst bullies. Because they don't know how to handle, they're constantly in defense. Mm -hmm. And so how they, you know, I'm going to take you down before you take me down. But what they're doing yeah. is taking down someone that could be an advocate. Yeah. And they're really, you know, trying to find the courage to take down the person that's really hurting them. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if we could shower them with love, eventually, as you say, one drop at a time in the bucket. Yeah. Eventually, it will be, well, why are you always so nice to me? when I'm so nasty to you, you know, when they come yeah. to that realization. Um, mm -hmm. It is hard because we want to react. We want to hold people accountable. And a child should stand up for themselves. You know, um, I was bullied a lot at school. Uh, one time at boarding school, they dragged me out by my hair where they had dug a, a hole in the ground and they were planting me as a weed because as an asthmatic, I couldn't do a lot of the exercises that mm -hmm. could be done. The stupid thing is they planted it right outside the headmistress's window. <laughs> so she caught me before they started throwing mud on me. <laughs> they caught them. And it was, um, but these were the same people that when needed <clears throat> a near, a council, would come mm -hmm. to me because I was that from a child. And it's, yeah. uh, how can you be so mean to me one moment and come to me the next? But when they came to me, I dealt with them intuitively as I yeah. was meant to, you know, without resentment, because that's who they really were. And yeah. it's children are so incredibly intuitive. They mm -hmm. are wondrously, you know, have that wonderful energy. They yeah. have a knowingness about them that is absolutely beautiful. If we could empower that, mm -hmm. we would end up with some really beautiful adults in the future. Yeah, yeah, we could change change the whole future if we yes. if we empowered them yes it would become a very different you know humanity yes um on on collective consciousness and on everything because there's you know not wanting to see dark but there's a lot of work to do still <laughs> yes there is a lot of work to do but i think the shift is already happening it's massive yes. it's been enormous yes absolutely enormous i've the energy you know i've got goosebumps just yeah. now the in the last Believe it or not, 2020 has been an enormously powerful yes. year. Um, 2012 was as well. That was yes. actually the year that my youngest was born. Um, and and the last year and a half, two years, has been, again, an enormous change in energy. And, and I have big hopes, you know, for the future. Um, but we need to continue. We really have to continue. And, and you know what? It, it's my dream that all children would learn, would be taught how to regulate their emotions life skill well i mean you know. that's that's the whole point isn't it i mean you've got yeah. these two beautiful books very simple very simple yeah. you know the acorns to great it's very oaks. straightforward right yeah. exactly you know and the 22 meditations to develop a child's self-confidence and emotional management well emotional management comes about because they don't know what to do with their emotions and they feel a lack of confidence 
and how to articulate it. So if they can, you know, get that self-confidence to be able to speak to their emotions, their emotions won't take them over, which is really, really important. Yeah, it's you see yourself how easy it is when when you get into a, a a certain emotion, and if you don't do anything about it, and it keeps lingering, yes. and it takes over more mm-hmm. and more, and before you know it, it's you're having a bad day, and then you go to bed and you're still feeling that way. You wake up, you know, it's becoming a bad time. So the the longer you continue and not dealing with it, it becomes kind of part of who you are. And there's people who have had this for well, since childhoods, you know, because things happen, they're angry. Like I said at the beginning, they become, I'm an angry person. But no, you're not. You just never dealt with the emotion. Right. Or, you know, we, 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 it's important we deal with it. We teach our children to have emotional management to deal with it quickly we all yes. have moments where it's a bit hard that we need a day on the sofa but just come on pick up deal with it face it you know and then yeah. you can move forwards but it's also recognize it you know we've got a fox news over here in north america which is full i call it they take a pimple and make it into a volcanic eruption <laughs> right everything is oh very the drama, visual sarah the this, the that you know it everything is hysteria and people watch it and go oh my god you know right now with the vaccines you know yeah. uh, microsoft has gone and put a chip in the mic in the vaccine so now you're all going around chipped and being mindless you know and uh, the, you know the, the hysteria that is yeah. coming up and they're selling this bill of goods and you've mm. got to go hey 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 hang on yeah what is in me that's actually rising to this and buying it? What is in me that's kind of in this emotion that I'm willing to look at that and, and blindly, sheepishly, yeah. blind what they're selling, you know, set by what they're selling? And what does that say about the emotions that I'm in right now? So, you know, I think recognizing, recognize that you're looking for an outlet to believe in something negative because it's easier than believing in your truth. Yes. Yeah, it's it's not always easy to believe in your own truth because the louder it sounds outside of you, which the time we're in at the moment is very loud very around loud. us. Yeah. But the you know, it's it's it has a lot of strength and at this moment in time, I think to to stop and not be dragged into yeah. the drama of what's happening around you. I think I'm really pleased where where we are, I have not too many people around me. I can really, you know, because yes. otherwise, um, but it's very important to keep coming back to yourself and, and think for yourself, come on, you know, let's be realistic, find that peace within, um, find the positive, because the more positive you feel and the more you regulate your own emotions, the the more positive you feel in your mind, you know, and you won't be dragged into it as easily. But at the moment, it's very, it's very loud yeah. um, around us. I interviewed a monk called Michel Pascal, and he teaches people how to meditate. But what he does, he takes them to Times Square amongst mm-hmm. all the noise and all the bustle. And he says, how can you become the mountain in amongst the chaos? And I think yeah. that's something meditation isn't all about there being silence anybody can sit in that yeah but how do you find the calm amongst the storm yeah right and that is the technique that we need to teach our children when somebody's bullying when when there's a, a rush of an exam paper yeah. when there's this that etc being thrown at them how do they find their calmness their center mm-hmm. 
because yeah. it's only in that calmness in that center that you can really see the truth of what you need to do you yeah. can't see it in the whirlwind of the chaos no exactly i i, I think it's um it's again habits from mm. children as well what they've the habits they've created because of what they've been through even my son who was bullied it was not long ago and we were in the car and he was reacting reacting and i was like oh you're not in you're not in that school anymore you know yeah. and the and he sat back and he was like oh i am doing that i'm sorry mum. yes i said yes. it's not you're safe you're yes. safe you don't need to so you know even at very young age we create habits to survive um and it's important that we learn to see it's again about looking at looking at ourselves not looking you 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 know yeah, right exactly yeah, one finger is pointing everywhere else and three pointing back at you yeah you know, just, and it's a, very hard it's very no, hard yeah. to do at times yeah. <laughs> but you know look at look at all our superhero movies right mm -hmm. um the origins of it is generally somebody has been bullied mm -hmm. right now the villain has had something done to them and they've decided they're going to make everybody punish be you know punish everyone for it then there's the hero that is like, no matter what's been done to me, I'm going to rise up. I'm bigger than this. Mm -hmm. Right. So there lies our choice. And if we could teach our children that choice, you yeah. could buy into the anger and the hate. And this is what you will become. You'll become your own villain. Or you can buy into the love and the forgiveness. Now, yes, you need to defend yourself, especially if it gets physical. Um, you do, do need to hold accountable, but without malice yeah because the moment you put that malice in there that um, revenge in there you know you've gone over to the dark side and that is very hard to come back from yeah it's be, it's be accountable yes Take, you know be responsible for your own actions for how you react for how you feel how you respond um yeah it's a hard thing to do but again you know children are sponges drop yes. it in the bucket you continue gently you know in their own time but continue feeding them that positivity if we can do it in schools every day a little five minutes at the beginning of the day yeah. it becomes a positive habit so when children are struggling as they grow up because we all have moments in life where it's 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 really tough but you've given them tools on how to deal with it that's it that's the point. And I, I think that's the key important Life thing. Not tools, though. These are tools totally. that they will have and they will mature throughout their lives. I mean, yeah. we look at children and what, you know, by the saturation of everything that's around them, and we don't give them the abilities to navigate through it. Mm -hmm. And if they can have those tools, of, you know, that is the world's emotion right now. It's not mine. Yeah. Learning how to breathe, learning how to, to let go, learning how to just, you know, um, center themselves. I'm in a safe space. I'm in my own safe space. You know, yeah. we would not see so many people out there, you know, making choices and making decisions that are so detrimental to them because nobody's taught them how to listen from the inside out. Everything yeah. is the exterior life. I'll only yeah. be liked if I'm this. I'll only be successful if I'm that. And we know that success, abundance, creativity, enrichment all comes from the inside out. And the more that they learn through meditation to, to listen to themselves, 
heart, soul, and spirit, the more yeah. they will have the equipment to deal with what really matters in their life and really what choices they can make that are going to benefit their beautiful gift. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, as as adults, it's, it's our job to, um, I also find it important to be asked them, what do you feel? Yeah. What do you think about that? How do you think we should do it? You know, it, it's, it's in past generations. I think even in, I like to think I'm still quite young, but um, even, you know, it's <laughs> 20, 30 years ago when, when I was in school, um, that it was like, no, you sit down, do this, do that. Yes. It's that we, we communicate with our children. Um, I think my, my, my son has just started um, a few months ago a demographic school where there are no teachers. The mm -hmm. teachers, the adults are just there to guide the children. Yes. And every day they have Waldorf? meetings. Is it called Waldorf? No, Sudbury. Okay, right. we, over here we have we call them Waldorf schools, and that's the yeah, same it's, principle. Yeah, it's just a different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's they discuss every day. They have meetings, and everyone yes. can think, okay, this has happened, and they exchange thoughts. Um, they have They're stimulating classes. the kids. They're stimulating the kids' creativity. Them, exactly. Right? Yes. Yeah. It, it's honestly, it's it's a dream school. Yes. It's how how education has Should to go. Be. You yes. know, and, I agree. and it has to go more that way. Um, because yes, many children have it at home, but many children haven't got no. that at home, no. and they spend so much time in school. That's where they need to. Uh, because well, then they will remember it. Right. You know, we, we know that school, I was terrible in school. Terrible. Because I yeah. could not learn the, the <laughs> regimented way. You know, yeah. I was the kid counselling the teachers. Because that's who yeah. I've always been. And, you know, I had a couple of teachers who saw I learned more through conversation than I ever did through a classroom, you know, environment. Um, I just, you know, couldn't register it. And this... Uh, dictatorship especially when you've got teachers and there are certain breed of them where it's they're lording over the students yeah. they're not there to share their knowledge they're there to yeah. impose their knowledge and yeah. it's only their knowledge the way they're teaching it and it's their only right way and if a kid asks a question I've told you what to do, you know, and no, we're not. Yeah. What we're doing is suppressing all that wonderful creativity and wonderment in our children. Whereas the school you're talking about, which I really wish there'd be a lot, lot, lot more of them out there. Yeah. They're it, actually it will come. It will. They're inspiring the children to be yeah. investigative, to be explorers, to yeah. see how things are done. And the teachers are there to navigate them, mm -hmm. not dictate to them absolutely yeah they, they decide what do i want to do today yes. and that's that's what they always say you know it's the, the biggest inventions yes how did those inventors come to them yeah well they did that because they followed a desire they were yeah. desired by something they wanted to do yeah, and that's how they found this yeah yeah by passion deep within um and that's the foundation of of that school basically children yes. know what to do intuitively they're incredible you know um kids are incredible beings uh yeah, and yeah. you know in that kind of school that's what we nurture it's it's who they are because they're all so different um you know yeah. and they don't all work in this regimented school no. system which hasn't changed for over a hundred oh, years oh god it's it's <laughs> archaic it's everything they're teaching is so far behind you know and it's like you know uh, yes computers are 
a way of life. They are our future. Technology is not bad unless it's misused, just like money, just like yeah. power, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's when you teach them how to use it properly, to be yeah. creative with, to be investigative with, to, to discover or to even to share, then you see yeah. the empowerment of that. So when we marry that technology skill along with also nature skill, and, and intuitive, beautiful energy skill. Now we've yeah. got somebody who's very well-rounded because they now know how to take that beautiful gift and how to articulate it in a way that becomes creative and beneficial to, to everyone. Yeah. So I think yeah. this is something um, we as parents, when, when we have children, you know, you can share with them your passions, your desires, but recognize what theirs are. And, you know, a child is going to be a rocket scientist one moment, you know, an artist another, a rock star another, and it doesn't matter. They're going to go through a dozen different things before they're going to find something they really want to explore. And yeah. But it, when you look at things, I, I want, you know, if you would really do like, um, uh, ask people the job that they're doing now, yes. if that's what they studied or if that's yes. what they started. Yes. Most people haven't. You know, right. this they go through so as a, as a human. That's also a new thing. We need to follow. We we are such incredible beings, and we are different in different stages of our lives, and yeah. we evolve. And now, this uh, for a certain stage in my life, uh, I did music, and I know for me that was so important. Mm. Yes, I was very, I was very talented, but also uh, it was part of my healing because music. Yes vibrations yes, yes. It, it needed to heal i was yes. a double bassist so the, the vibrations of the double mm. bass right against the side of my body it, it it would literally heal me so that was so important but then i stopped and then i did other things and you know i, I taught children dutch and it was that really empowered me and i loved it you know and then i went into writing thanks to my my you know eloisa who to share yeah. my story and you know we're so we're many chapters in our We're book. so many. Yes. We are. We really are. Yeah. And that's part of life as well. Our children need to know. It's like, oh, what will I do? What will you study when you're 18? Which university will you go to? Yeah. Oh, my God. Take the time. You know, yes. live. Live. Enjoy, enjoy that. You don't have to pay bills. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just just take your time. Um, but, do but a this... student job. Yes. Go on holiday Volunteer. With the money. Volunteer somewhere, exactly. right? And live. Have an experience yeah. of life before you decide everything. The other thing, exactly. too, is for so many people who've had that rebirth, what mm. I've noticed for a lot of people is that when I was a child, I loved doing this. But mm -hmm. then I went and got a real job. And now in yes. that redirect, they've gone back to the passion to, that was yes. with them all their lives, yeah. right? Yeah. But they've taken yeah. their life skill and applied it to the passion to create something. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't matter if you spent 20, 30 years in, in, a, um, in an industry that you now hate. You've walked away from it. But all the skills that you've learned in that, you can now apply to that yeah. passion to that beautiful instrument and you will play it so much better and that mm -hmm. that's the thing it's never too late it's never yeah. too late to redirect yeah yeah I've, I've, i want I, as a child i always wrote little stories about magic pills that would make me very smart because <laughs> i was a very creative kid i wasn't the brainy kids maths oh my god yeah you know i've yeah. got one son what he knows about maths is just like 
it's mind-blowing I have no idea but I was I was not good at it yeah. and I was a dreamy one I was mm. always looking out the window thinking about story magic magic yes, always yes, magic yes, yes. and you know look at all, everything I've done and I end up writing and it's about it is magic but yeah. life is yeah. magical um you know it's it's so I have gone back to what I dreamt right. of and, and the child. point is that is that but it wasn't a real job was it <laughs> wait but you've made it so um and the thing is it's it's the sprinkle dust as you were talking about of love yeah. and possibilities and if we don't have a little sense of magic in us if we don't have that wonderment that willing to explore to to embrace the unknown we're not living yeah. We're not participating. We're just droids going through life. Life is an adventure. Every single thing that we have today is because somebody went out there and explored, discovered it, and shared it. And we're meant to be those explorers and those sharers. And, you know, all of my kids, my one daughter went back to university at the age of 27 because she finally knew what she wanted to do. Yeah. She traveled, she yeah. worked, she this and that. And then it's like, no, I really want to do this. So she went back to university then my That's other daughter wonderful. is a traveler you know for her it's she's the butterfly and it's killing her right now because she can't go traveling and unfortunately she's dating a school teacher whose kids got covid and she got covid too oh, so, uh, so she's got that uh, right now but Trutchwood doing okay with it but she will always be the wanderer and the explorer for her to discover the new worlds and then share it with photographs and stories and things like that. It's like, it's not for us to dictate what they should be. It's for us to discover mm -hmm. with them what they're going to be. And yeah. we can just, we're custodians, we're guiders. All we need to do is give them the tools, the love and the support. Because we don't know who they are. They no. know who they are. Yes. And they don't even know who they are right who, now. They're in discovery. And, <laughs> yeah. But and who are we to tell them no? Yes. Or it's not possible. You know, we have no right to do that. No. Every no. person has their own. That's why we need to nurture them and just yeah. listen and let them feel. And, and you know, it's, it's talking about magic and sparkles and stuff i also often take the children when we go on the walks i talk about the fairies yes. i think it's oh, yeah. important yes. and one of the, the the meditations is also about fairies mm -hmm. um because it's important to keep the magic alive because like you say life is magical Right. Um, and fairies you know, do exist. I have seen them many times. <laughs> yeah, but they are energy because yes. my youngest daughter. They're a different is, dimension. They're in a, beyond the veil. Yeah. Yeah, but my youngest daughter, it's all unicorns, fairies. Mm -hmm incredible my other daughter is she's very sporty so she would clearly said oh fairies are not real but then we talk about it because then i can see her little face well they are real i said no you know you have to respect what others yes uh, are experiencing who says it's i do believe they're real as well i have sensed them as well i know their energy yes. you know but who who so who says something is not real if you're experiencing it, if you... Why, why are we imposing our limitations on each other, yeah. right? Yeah. And, you know, your, your one child, the one pound baby, um, because she was virtually near death uh, or even, you know, face death, that beautiful veil will be open to her even more. 
and she will see things a lot more because she she was right there at the border of that veil and so she will take yeah. it with her and everything she does in life and you know a lot of people that have had near-death experiences uh, or have crossed over and come back um, very much it is the you know the dimensions open up to them and very often I don't know which dimension I'm in. <laughs> I'm all <laughs> traveling. And, you know, when I come back and it's like, okay, was, was that this dimension or that one? You know, and that's okay. Yeah, it's yeah. okay because, you know, take the word restriction and limitations away from us. You know, it's uh, what we can't do physically, we can do, you know, orally, vibrationally, spiritually. Absolutely. So. I think that's why one of the meditations in the book as well, um, be, uh, is about how we can connect with people who are not physically here. Yes. Um, we can do that with people now with COVID, we can't go and just go and see each right. other. So you can even just do it with someone you're really missing. Yes. Um, everything, you know, someone is just, is energetically, you know, you just have to say the first name and they're there. That's how I do my healing sessions right. as well as how we're energy. We're everywhere. I've probably yes. said that a million times tonight. Right. But, um, <laughs> yeah, don't limit yourself by the body, right? The, no, energy, it's, it's, the energy has no borders or no barriers. <laughs> exactly. Whether they are past the veil or yes. they are, you know, in the next town or at the other side of the world, when you, and I teach that to the children, you close your eyes and you say their name and you just you let go and you connect yes and you'd be amazed how good children are with this oh gosh yes you know just they haven't another... got all that preconceived you know teachings in there they're no. just in tuned yeah it's absolutely amazing and again there is no right or wrong right you know they take their own lead they 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 do it in their own way um and it's absolutely magical um there was one in another time i was in a class um i was honestly i would have wanted to stay and go every day especially for that little boy i honestly hope he will remember that session yes <laughs> and it will help him in his life but um and it was a meditation and when we were done and it was the one with smelling the dog and feeling his fur and the cat purring and there was two children and they said because then we discuss it what how did you feel what happened some kids will not say anything and that's fine yeah um, some kids want to tell you all about it and that's also good uh, and one said oh it made me think of my dog that passed away right. and he felt he started crying a bit but then he said but it felt so nice yes. to be connected with them again and uh, you know it makes you feel as an adult quite gobsmacked that yes. this five minutes little yeah. exercise had such an impact a had such a beautiful mm. moment because in that moment, the child realized, you know, nothing really ends. We're all connected. Yes. Yeah. And that's at the base of everything, isn't it? We're all connected. Well, if children can learn that from a very, very young age, they're not going to go through life with so much fear. They're going to know even that death is just the death of the body, that yeah. you can reach out to that energy anytime. Um, and that everything, you know, everything has an end of cycle. But when we talk about cycle, circle. Right. It just means so another circle no starts. Right. So there is never, ever a complete ending. And that we also have so many different chapters in our book of life. And it's right as many as you can. And, uh, you know, even the bad experiences are lessons learned. Yeah preparing you for something that's coming that you need those skills from what you've learned from that experience to apply to. And so 
I think one of the things it also does, it takes away fear and it gives them empowerment. Yes. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. Um, I think the, the, the ugliest monster for humans is fear, isn't it? Yes. Because it stops absolutely everything. Cripples but you. Why, why is there fear? It's because it's the unknown. Yes. When people don't know something it becomes bad yeah. and because they get scared. So if, if indeed we empower our children to use their mind, to teach them how, how unlimited and powerful they are, you know, to use their mind and deal with their emotions, you know, the, the, the fear will, will go because there's nothing to be scared of because you're in control. Yeah. Yep. So, and, and you'd also to realize with control, we can have, certain amount of control over our own emotions our own choices our own reactions but trying to control anything else just give it up yeah right yeah because it, yeah, it, it, it's an individual thing you control it mm -hmm. isn't yeah. you can control people around you or you can control the situation you can control you and yeah. you in your own vibration may control the situation but you can't control others that's all you can do. Go back, come back to yourself. Yes. Deal with what you're feeling. Do some visualizations in making sure everything's positive to make you feel better. And then it will have trust that it will have a positive effect in the long term yeah. onto everyone involved. Um, sprinkle fairy dust on them, send them love because indeed you can't, you can't control them. And hopefully, and I am convinced of that, how you deal with yourself mm -hmm will have will leave something even if it's in their subconscious yes it will leave something a seed in the long term yeah. it will plant yeah. a seed yes 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 uh, it's actually interesting because my oldest daughter was really really bullied by a kid at school so much so that trying to put her head in the toilet and you know all of that type of thing and she would kind of fake illness and not to go to school but she wouldn't let us intervene yeah. she wouldn't let us yeah. go to the, the school or anything i'm going to handle this and she went through such torment and then a few years later later she met the girl and the girl now a woman you know came up to her and said i do apologize for what i did to you but also yeah. i admire so much your strength mm -hmm. because you didn't give in to us and it it showed her they you know that strength was worth it that you know that she was stronger than than the bullying however much it had made her feel inside yeah. you know yeah. she didn't bend to it and and uh, i mean not every bully is ever going to apologize um mm. but it did make her feel empowered by yeah. that so that's what that's what we always try to say to our eldest as well is they see something in you mm -hmm. that they are think they're lacking within themselves yes um and it makes them angry yeah and they're working it out what they feel they're lacking they're working out on you because they can see that you have it so yeah. that's what's going on but that's quite heavy to explain yeah i know <laughs> to, to, a kid. to a kid yeah and all we can do with our with our kids is, is show them that they are the light and that they can share that light they can be that light they can yeah. always go into the center of the core light and uh, that it's okay even to be afraid but to face that fear and not let it cripple you, not let it mm -hmm. stop you, to be able to speak without fear, never holding back the way they feel, never apologizing for it, and, and how to articulate how they feel. And to understand, too, they're never alone. 
they're never alone because that beautiful divine energy is always with them and they will always find it when they go into that safe space yeah i think that's a very important thing to share with the world as well exactly what you said there is that we always have that light that everything that that core of love within us i had the immense luck to have felt it pure twice um and i wish i could feel it again um and i think you know if you do certain meditations you can get to that feeling again um but yeah because it's at the core of again if i look at depression because there's so many people struggling with that right at the moment and my heart goes out because it's 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 an awful awfully debilitating yeah sad feeling it's horrendous Mm -hmm. but if i could just tell them you know the 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 love of what we belong to Mm -hmm. which we have in us is so enormous you know um and if you could just tap into that and and to that knowledge and that feeling uh and to make it lift you and feel that you're not ever alone yes it's um yeah it's find something that lifts you out of it like you said playing that instrument that music for me music is most certainly when I start feeling the depression coming on and a music time headphones go on and I play the music and um, I had somebody who did uh, galactic speak you know um, channeling they they don't know what they're speaking but and I realized the frequency of the words they're saying and the music that I'm listening to is resetting me realigning me Mm -hmm. and whether it is music whether it's activity swimming jogging running biking hiking Mm -hmm. whether it's been uh, you know just at peace with with nature find your spot that is your rejuvenator that is your equalizer and then you'll be able to find your center and into your core again and teaching children to do that when they're young that a skill and a tool they can take with them throughout their lives is one of the greatest gifts you can give yeah because what you love is on a higher vibration yeah and if you're feeling sad you're on a lower vibration so it can't you know what you then become to creating your own life you can teach our kids but if you're feeling all you know low and you're not feeling within yourself and things are not good and what you desire is up there you can't meet you're gonna just pass too far away teach our children to do what we love or to to trick our emotions by thinking different things we can lift it up again and then we are on the same yes. wavelength and hello you know we can we can meet our desire yeah. so if we teach our children that then it becomes powerful doesn't it, it for does. not just for themselves for their families the ripple out effect the whole again world. right again exactly. stone in the water yes. yes you know so you know know what your instrument is learn how to play it well and find your yes. orchestra and that orchestra will create a symphony that will resonate yeah. and i resonate out an invitation to others and yeah. so we can help our children find their instrument in and play it out there but always have that place that they know they can go back to uh, yeah. and that's really important this mm-hmm. has been wonderful of now how do people get hold of your books um, you can go to my website, www.acornstogreatoaks.com slash buy, forward slash buy. Um, yeah, and there you have different choices for US, UK, Canada, Australia. So it's all on there with all different, you can choose where you want to buy it, but it's on the website. So acornstogreatoaks.com 
forward slash buy. And they'll find everything else that you're offering it's too on the site. All there. Um, the healing of the one pound baby. So that's my story with mm -hmm. um, Eloisa. Just to tell people more about my journey and how I got into the whole mind healing and psychic surgery. That's what you can find as a, on Amazon still. Right. So that's the healing of the one pound baby. Um, anyone who would be interested uh, in one-on-one in -on -one reading or healing session uh, is more than welcome to send me an email. And that's purpleoraclefilms at gmail.com. Excellent. And I invite people to go back and listen to your other story, which I have here on your show page. Um, you know, the healing of the one pound baby. They just need to put in your name. And, uh, you know, it is... It is really quite amazing, you know, what we can do, how we can empower, um, you know, uh, life, you know, and what you did for your child there. I mean, it really is quite extraordinary. So um, a, a wonderful inspiration and a wonderful story for people to, to listen to and to read the book. So and, you know, there was no mistake. You know, it, it was a, a cleansing of your emotions, but it also was a gift to your to your daughter that her life will reveal so um you know when anything goes wrong we go oh, why and okay face you know there's this that you need to do and that you need to do don't beat yourself up with it there's always a reason for it address it and go through mm -hmm. it and you'd never know what gift is going to come out of that right absolutely yeah thanks so much for being here with us again it's been an absolute delight look forward to having you back on again in the future yes. oh it was wonderful thank you so much for having me sarah oh my pleasure my pleasure so folks remember the you know teaching our children right from the word go how to find their center how to find their peace a place that they can go to that's safe it is something a most exquisite gift that you're giving your children that they will carry through with them for the rest of their lives so please reach out to marie and uh, look at these books and look at the services that she has because the more that we can empower our children the better society we're going to have in the future so until next time bye for now we hope that you enjoyed the show you will hear many, many shows here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. We have new shows for you out every week. Just find them on our podcast or, or what's new. If you feel that you have something to share that makes a difference in the lives of others, or you too feel that you could be a host, please contact me at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com and we will be glad to speak with you. Have a wonderful day.